This is as groovy as it gets. Oprah, can you hear me? Oprah vs. Donald 2020 is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro and a production of EI Alliance. Copyright 2020. America is courtesy of New Threads off their album, Thelonious Roma. Hi, this is Susan, and good morning, Julie. Good morning. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, I'm doing good. I'm... I gotta tell you, my head is kind of flying all over the place right now, if you haven't figured that out. <laughs> I think when I walked in, you kind of had an idea. I was, you kept, she kept looking at me, and all she said is, don't say anything! <laughs> so that's all I got. That's why the whole hi, how are you is coming out now, because she, every time I go to say anything, don't say anything! So Because I want to plus, press record. So right, there you go. exactly. So that's why I'm saying hi, how are you <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the podcast. So... Okay, so where do I start? I have so many things to say. I'm actually talking, it's actually a very interesting time to talk about the whole Trump and Oprah, both of them. Trump's coming off his acquittal from the impeachment, mm. and he's got a lot to say, and I've got so many questions on that, because this, actually, this podcast isn't really, you know, Julie and I talk about energy. We don't give answers, but mm. we kind of go into the energy. I just have a ton of questions today, so just bear with me, and I'd be curious if everybody else has the same questions. So Trump is one one side of it, right? The mm. other side of it is Oprah, and Oprah is very quiet at the moment, although I did send you some tweets that she has some mm. hypnotic stuff in it, but I'm not even ready to address that yet. <laughs> I'm going to, what is she going to do about Gail King? Here she comes to save the day. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm reading because Gail, I, you know, I'm, I'm being, I'm going to be really mean. And I, I don't really care because I'm tired of, what is she doing? Mm. You know, right now she's, there's this whole big backlash on Kobe Bryant and what she's digging for. And she may come out and say, you know, I'm really trying to address the whole big picture and blah, blah, blah. No, you're not. She's really grubbing for ratings. Mm. What can I do for ratings? She did it with R. Kelly because I had to go back and figure out who it was the time mm. she sat there. And she just poked and poked and poked. And... You know, she already knew that she kind of had a tiger by the tail because he's a little bit explosive anyways from what we've read and what we've seen. Mm. She pokes him and pokes him and pokes him. He reacts and she sits back and like kind of sits back and like, look, keep the cameras rolling. Everybody watch this and everyone says, oh, Gail, you're my hero. You're so brave. And now, and you know, then there was a, the, you know, this backlash now on Kobe, you know, Bryant and... I don't really know much about the case because I don't really follow it, and I'm, I can certainly give my own opinion, but they haven't even had any kind of a memorial service for him, and here she is poking and poking and poking, trying to get something, and I don't know if you saw it, but Snoop Dogg? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, you talk about reacting from the heart i mean he swears and you know he's going to say it in the way that he expresses himself and i'm not judging it but if you listen to him you feel not you can feel his anger but that 
that deep sense of betrayal within him. You can feel it when you listen to him. And I'm mm. like, oh my God, because I didn't even know. I don't watch Gail King. I don't watch her. And I didn't see this interview. But of course, we go on Twitter and what's what tends to be, you know, it's like you said, what do we see? Mm. And I saw this about Gail and I'm mm. like, what is she doing? And, and, and I went to, you know, I went, and that's why I went to Oprah, and then I saw other things. Oprah doesn't even touch it. And it brought me right back to, like, 19, you know, like, uh, like the late 70s when mm. Jimmy Carter, and I said, you know, Gail King is the Billy Carter. <laughs> you know, Billy Carter was, you know, Jimmy Carter's Peanut brother. Peanut yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was Billy Beer. And I don't mean to laugh at it, because, you know, mm -hmm. he's... But, you know, it was like, how do you keep him kind of out of the... What do we do to keep him away from, you know, out of the media? And it's almost like, here it is with, with Oprah. She's got her own mm. Billy Carter. Uh. And it's Gail. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, you know, we talk about Oprah. And, you know, I want to go back to where we have, here I come to save oh, yeah, the I day. Know. Here she comes to save the day. That needs to be brought in here, too, because is this Gail's way of saying, look me, I'm good, too. You see Oprah, but look at me. I'm, I'm really Oprah. And she's not. Is she trying to be Oprah? Hey, Susan, do you remember when Trump meant you throwing down one of those special cards in the oh, game of yeah. whist? Yep, I do. <laughs> now it takes on a whole new meaning, huh? It does. And so in our Trump book that we wrote, How Trump Wins, we really look at the cool aspect of the energy, all personalities aside. Mm -hmm. And that's something that nobody else does. But we did. And it's actually kind of interesting. How Trump Wins on Amazon. Get the scoop on the energy with us. If you are having fun listening to us, you can email us at energeticinvocations at gmail.com. If you want us to do a book reading, to come out and do a talk, it would be both me and Julie, and we're in the Boston area. Unless you want to pay expenses, energeticinvocations at gmail.com. Feel free to email us. We're here. And play that stoic, you know, I can bring in whatever, because she's not. She's mm. not Oprah. Mm. And, okay, and it's, and I'm all over the place, and I'm going to say everything, and then I'll let Julie speak. It's interesting, because when I saw that thing on Snoop Dogg, what he said, mm. you know, I, I don't know how I came across it, but I came across another interview where he talked about, um, you know, that, you know, when he became a star, he tried to help, and I'm using his words, because they're not my words, his homies. He talks about... I'm going to use the words I can use to describe it. The, the people that he was friends with before he became big in mm -hmm. the days when he was in his, his neighborhood and he had, as he calls them, his homies. And he says he tried to help some of them. And he says, and you get to a point where you've, you know, you here's the gap. And I, I, I know you don't have a visual, but he has his two hands with like maybe six inches between them. Mm. And then he says, then you, you know, continue to grow and move ahead. And then this becomes the gap. And he shows like a three foot gap. Mm. And he says, you try to bring, he takes his lower hand to bring them up. You try to bring them up to where you are because you want to help people. You want to bring them with you. Mm. He says, and many of them don't want to come. So what happens is he takes, again, his hand that's above, and he brings it down to the bottom hand. He says, you have to bring yourself down to where they are, and you can't do it. 
because you've already grown, you've expanded. Mm -hmm. And he talks about sometimes you have to let them go <clears throat> to continue on to where you are. Mm. And 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 that came to me. I wasn't doing a search. I happened to stumble upon that and, and I kind of put the whole thing together and I'm like, you know, wow, it's almost like that's what Oprah has to do with Gail. You kind of have to say she's where she is, doing whatever it is she's doing. And, you know, we all have our friends, our acquaintances, those who supported us that you want to bring with you where, where you go. As you move ahead and you move in your own growth and expansion, you want to bring them. But there comes a time where you have to recognize they just can't come with you. It's not your choice. It's not your decision. But it comes down to that point. Mm. So there you go. <laughs> you told me not so. to say anything. So here it is. You got the full plus. This all is going through. And then, of course, I, I go from there to a bunch of other places, which are going to have to be other podcasts, because this in itself. So, so I, you know, I want to funnel down into the energy of this. So I think maybe late last night or something, I saw a little snippet of what the interview was because I saw that Gail was trending right. and I just saw a teeny little snippet that was it and then this morning when I got up I saw that she was trending still or something and, and you know and, and what I saw was the first thing I saw was that she released a statement yep. but I didn't see it oh. the first thing I oh. saw was Snoop Dogg yes. and Snoop Dogg fascinates me I don't mm. know a lot about him but it, what fascinates me is that he's friends with Martha Stewart and he does that yes. little kind of duo thing and so there's you know there's something interesting there and Martha Stewart in and of herself is interesting and so that that's all and then I saw tons of comments and I said okay what's the energy about this and then I went back up and I saw actually someone reposted a piece of Gail's comment I guess and that's mm -hmm. what I saw and my oh. first thought was I remembered but my first visual I got was I remembered when she was opting for this job and Oprah advised her like what she needed to do in yeah. order to get it and get it how she wanted. And so I thought, gee, I wonder if Oprah advised her to say this. And then I saw her comment saying, you know, I'm not supposed to make this, but I'm making it. That was one thing. So I'm just talking about the variances of energy that kind of mm. hit me on this. And so then I thought, huh. And it made me think of Scott Adams does a lot of podcasts yeah. on Trump. And he, he talks about, you know, Win Bigley and words and, yes. and hypnotism and stuff like that. And persuasion and one of the things that that has been trending over the past so many years is mm -hmm. how people can doctor audio video they right. can change images they can do anything right and so you really don't know what the truth is and that's not that I'm saying that this is an interview and you saw it so the reason why I bring that up is because she said that this was a snippet that was released and I'm not paraphrasing any of no, her comments. No, that's what she you said because I but saw, she said it was right. a snippet that was released and I thought boy I wonder if that intern's getting fired and then it made me think about because this is where my head went then I went to Melania's speech and how um, someone from the, the Trump, not administration, but I think from his business, who was one of his secretaries, like took the fall for how some of oh, it was right. related to to, um, to Michelle Mich Obama. Mm -hmm. and, and I thought, huh. And, and so, you know, the reason why I went all into that is because, you know, okay, I'm going to say it again, all is not what it seems, who knows. And, and the one big thing I heard was, you know, any publicity right. is publicity. And it's, and, and, okay, going from there, 
I mean, really, okay, she came out and said something, and this is me kind of being all over the place, but I don't have an I love that, can I just say, because this is exactly what happens before we do the podcast a right. lot of times. Well, I don't have an opinion or objective or whatever. It's like, hmm, I'm trying to be astute as to what is really going on here because I'm being fed something but you know is it an entree is it a meal is it an appetizer is it dessert or is it crap Hmm. you know and so that that's where that goes and then I can't help but think Jerry Seinfeld's a great comedian and you know with Larry David and you know fan of Seinfeld and just a fan of all the whole thing that they created and Mm -hmm. just kind of like empire and their residuals and everything and I remember him some for some reason I remember him advising Kathy Griffin who came out with that like she was trying to do some funny video on Donald Trump and it was like horrifying when she held his head head or something like that and and I think that she commented that Jerry Seinfeld or so, he just kind of like you know walked away and said you, you need to just let it blow over. And I think that was part of Gail's comment too. You know, I, should that, I let it blow over? No, or she, I just which let she it? did say because I saw it. And, 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 and not to mm-hmm. clarify, I just want to clarify so you can move forward with it because it's the second time she said she was advised. To uh, say nothing, hmm. t- she didn't say by whom, mm-hmm. but to let it blow over. I and it, 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 that I don't know. And mm-hmm. she and she said, you know, let it blow over and say nothing. And she said, but that's not who I am. Right. So I'm doing this on my own accord. Right. And so you know, I am going to go here because it's a horrific, tragic event that occurred oh, with oh, Kobe Bryant God. and yeah. his family. And all the other families associated with it and all the other victims of that crash and anything that goes over on the news. And, you know, this is a real question of what do we really know? And, you know, this this relates a lot to the impeachment thing because, you know, not, not only do, you know, what do we really know, but, you know, it's a divide and conquer thing. Once again, everybody's divided. What is being said, what is not being said, and... Well, I hear it differently. I hear it as what we've said about Oprah. And, 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 you know, and I guess what is questionable is all the time, because Oprah is very, very vocal about her best friend, Gail, and that they, she includes Gail in everything. Mm. And I sit there and I think, okay, she includes Gail with everything. So Gail was probably a part of a lot of the behind the scenes meeting all the big gurus and the big, and, um, and I just look at it and I think, why is she doing this? Mm. And I, I feel like even as a woman, I'm not, I mean, I'm tired of qualifying everything too. Mm-hmm. I'm not black, but I'm a woman. I'm tired of all that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what I am or who I am. When you sit back and, and you really understand that we are a part of everything, what is the divide and conquer? It's it's she coming in and it's with R. Kelly and the fact that they're, again, I just got to say, the fact that they're black I know some people take offense to that, that she's focusing on. I go beyond that. Why is it that that is the conversation? Mm. You know, I've seen, I didn't know much about Kobe Bryant. I do know his name. And of course, with mm. the, with everything that's gone on, I've been, you know, heartbroken to, you know. Yeah. And so I've been listening to a few more of the conversations he's had. And I listen to him and I think to myself, wow, you know, he would have been a wonderful, amazing person to know. Mm. And I and I think if I'm going to interview somebody, and I don't even remember who Gail was interviewing, Lisa, um, Leslie, or Leslie, Leslie I, 
I think the questions that I would want to ask would not be even his legacy. Like, who was he? Mm-hmm. What was it like when you sat down at the table with him and you yeah. had a cup of coffee? What kind of things went through his mind? What was his hopes for his kids? Mm. And he was doing all this other stuff I, I wasn't aware of. And I feel like that, to me, is the question I would want the answer to. What was his hopes? What was he moving towards? Because um, I don't know if it was even Sha- uh, Shaquille O'Neal who said, you know, what he did in basketball was great, and he was moving into this ar- other area, and he was writing children's books. Mm. And, like, that, it, that to me would have been, that's what I want to discuss. That's what mm. I want to hear. And I would think that after listening to these people talk, I mean, why do you want to even go into, you know, not even the, the, the court case? Because he's not even here. I mean, it's, it was, it's old news. It's like going back, let's talk about, mm. it's like, blah, who mm. cares? And even his legacy of what he did with basketball, that's not even to be minimized. But what he, where he was moving to, to me, is such a, a magnificent space to discuss and enter into. And she goes to that, and I'm like, what is this? To get ratings? It's like such a blah thing to talk about. And so I only question, is that what she has a conversation with Oprah about? I mean, I would think <clears throat> Oprah's interviewed all these people in like... Where are you going? She talks about her vision. What's your vision? Well, let's talk about what happened, whether it's Kobe Bryant, whether it's R. Kelly, whether it's wine, wine, you know, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein whoever it is, who cares? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't minimize what happened to any victim in any situation. That doesn't minimize it. It's, and I would think bringing it up is really minimizing the victim to that's all you are. Mm. No, you're so much more. And that's that's where I, I look at this and I think, Oprah, what are you doing? Are you are you a part of that? If you are, then I guess the whole mm. podcast was us in, inventing a person who doesn't exist, which I would not like to think that. Or it's once again what I'm going to say what Snoop Dogg said is that it comes a point in time where you got to let people who can't be where you are go. And I know I've done that. And that isn't a look at me's con- uh, conversation. It's a, I can't be that old person they want me to be. I need to be who I am and who I'm moving towards being. Hey, Susan, what yes. are you grateful for this year? Oh, I'm so grateful for so many things. A Just one. <laughs> I'm grateful for my beautiful family. Oh, nice. And what about you, Julie? For that and the wonderful collaborations I get to partake in. That's awesome. How about you, Danny? I'm grateful that there's such a good variety of podcasts to listen to. Four podcasts, tons of books, tons of ebooks. Isn't it interesting, Julie, that you and I both grew up outside of Boston, one town away from each other, and it took, I'm just (laughs) going to say, over 40 years for us to meet and do these podcasts, and the minute we started doing them, they just keep coming faster and faster. Don't you find that fascinating? Sounds like wine, or is it cheese to me? I think it's kismet, (laughs) and I think if we go with that, everything that we're saying has been set up divinely for us to say it. Agreed.
Hey folks, Julie here. You know, sometimes things just don't make sense. And you get that there's something more to life. You can either do the work to find out what that is, or just stay stuck in the routine. It really is a choice. Yet once you start doing the work, that becomes a part of your routine. That's what Susan and I found out. And because I'm a writer, we documented our process. Find it today on Amazon. Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change, and Energetic Invocations series, a book of vibrational change, volumes 1 to 17. Ebook and books are available now which is what we say the podcast is about. I'm getting very clear about this podcast and other podcasts, and that's another podcast. Well, we always said this podcast was about us, and I love that pun because, you know, it's the United States, but it's also us because it's about an election. It's it's about the world. Right, but, you know, you can double-layer pun it. Right. And that's very important. And another very important thing is your words can always be taken out of context, but to use that as an excuse, I mean, how many times... Has a, a tweet or a, a, a visual or a soundbite be re- been released by a, about Donald Trump or about anyone, about, you know, any singer or actor? And then when you hear the rest of it, you're like, oh, I don't even know what this means. And so to use that as an excuse or to use, I mean, even words we say. I'm, I try to be very careful to really explicitly, because your words are important, what you say, what you share, how you share it, even with personal relationships. Exactly. You can say something to someone and ruin their whole day. And then just walk off and be like, oh, wait a minute, that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, words are really, really important. And and I, I get the vibration of, of what you're saying and that energy looking at, you know what is what is the the deeper meaning in this? If you're you know if you're scrounging for dirt or you're I mean who knows what the well, situation is? Well, if you saw is. the um, statement that Gail made because I I think there were think two pieces to bit, it and yeah. I watched. She's reading. Oh, because <laughs> she's talking in the computer. She's looking down or into whatever whoever's recording it, and. She's got glasses on. You can see there's a piece of paper yeah. that she's reading from. And I'm like, oh, my God, this girl, this woman's job is a reporter where she's supposed to be prepared. And even with that, well, there's is always she... teleprompters. There's always reading. And everybody right. jokes about Trump going off, off base right. from the right. teleprompter saying, I don't want the teleprompter. He'd rather talk. And that's the part people love. And I guess what where I'm going mm-hmm. with this is um, I, I hear you that sound bites come out and we all jump to conclusions and I'm not so much responding I mean so Gail also made a, a, that underhanded comment mm. when Lisa you know which is what everybody's talking about when she says you know mm. I didn't see that you know side of Kobe mm. Bryant and of course the little you know offhanded comment which is usually what says so much is like well you wouldn't see it and that could be taken taken a million different ways, and and again, you can you are absolutely a hundred percent correct in saying that a soundbite can be taken out of context. And I'm not trying to beat her up for that one piece of that soundbite. I'm actually going bigger right, in right. saying you have somebody here who knew him. Why wouldn't the conversation well, be a bigger conversation? That to me is the part that is like we, flustering me. Like, why uh, yeah. is it that's what you're going to talk about? Whether 
you know, uh-huh. even if she didn't talk about his the court case, but she was saying, oh, you know, you went to you know clubbing with him, and, and I mean that's kind of what they were talking about somehow. And uh-huh. I didn't watch the yeah. whole thing, and I won't. But I'm like, ugh. Well, we've often said that you know you have so and so in your presence, and that's what you ask right. them, right? And that's and it's the- like I, I saw this off the cuff. I think it was on an Instagram video. I saw this off-the-cuff interview, and it wasn't really. It was with Jerry Seinfeld, and he was riding his bike in New York, and some, I don't know, TMZ or somebody stopped him for a comment. So, so oh, you're, you're, you're still being a comedian? And Jerry looked at him and said, that's what you want to ask me? Yeah. That's the question you got me right here, yeah, and that's the exactly. question you want to ask, and it's priceless because right. that's so present. Like, oh my gosh, Jerry Seinfeld is there. What would you really want to ask him? What energy would you really want to go into? Well, that's if you want to go into energy, which mm. I'm going to say it again. Where has Oprah and Gail been? If she's not talking about that, everyone she's been talking about, the gurus and everything, it's about changing the energy. And so there's two pieces to this why I think it's so important. Number one is what I just said. And number two is, I'm sorry because I lumped you in this, Oprah. Mm -hmm. And maybe the question is, which is the second part of this, is it time to re? You know, someone says you go through the closet of your friends. Hmm. Is it you that says? Someone no. said that that yeah. sometimes you have to go through the closet of your friends and mm. say, who is it that's really with me, who's supporting me? And that's not a judgment. It's sometimes you're being held back. And you know, I'm I, I'm not going to even go. I'm going to go to maybe I've held people back. I'm not even going to where I am in my past. I like to think that I don't hold people back. And I try to keep, I always look at them trying to keep up with everyone. Like, let me keep up to where they are. I keep working on myself to get better, to do better. And, you know, I like to think that whoever is looking into their closet of friends, you have to, you have to question that. And that's, I've lumped Oprah in the conversation I just had about Gail, not because I want to lump her in there. It's because... What is it time for, Oprah? Where are you going with this? Because Gail, I'm making a statement. This can bite me in the behind, and that's the way it goes. Can't keep up with you. And for whatever the reason, and that's what I get, not because of this comment, because I look at the history, and now she's not, and, and I'm not going to go through, because she's not important enough to go through the background of where she's been, but I look at where Oprah is, and for what she says and how she says it, and then you hear this. Hmm. And I don't have the so, answer. <laughs> There's something funny you say because you, you're, uh, you know, we're outsiders looking at whatever it is that's projected to us and what we see. And we're kind of reflecting it to ourselves and trying to move ahead ourselves. Yet, uh, you know, we could be taken for granted that Oprah gets that. I mean, mm-hmm. we could be completely taking for granted that Oprah gets that, and we don't know. I mean, maybe she is being how she is because she gets it or because she doesn't. Exactly. So I'm not making the, that comment. And You're the right. funny thing about it is that, you know, a lot of people get that, and a lot of people, if, you know, they want to stay where they are, and, and I get the, 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 the vibration of, of what you're saying, and, and sometimes people just don't want to make a choice. They want that choice to be made for them, and whatever occurs in their life kind of parts the waters, and whoever stays there is there, and whoever isn't isn't. Or guilt stick. 
you know, comes in because this is someone that right. knew you right. when you weren't anybody. Right. And they I stood mean, by I, you and, you know, I, I mean, and the, it's the, Dorothy the, Brand. Yeah. They, they, well, mean, you just did a podcast yeah. on Dorothy yes. Brand that you have almost like that, you know, that, that pact between you that I won't talk about the things right. you're not doing and where you've sold yourself short right. and you do the same for me. Right. And many friendships last throughout the years for that. Mm. And I mean that's not all. Every some friendships you push well, each other. But now you're you, now you're talking the about the you know and I'm going to term it this way the the illusion of friendship and and what, how friendship is defined and and people that binge watch Friends you know twenty four seven and that's the way it is and oh I want that and you know we we don't know we only know from no. our own experience and our own existence and it's just a conversation that we're having right right. And we don't know, and I, and, and, I, I, and once again, it does come to what you just said about friendship and mm -hmm. what it comes down to, you know, pushing yourself forward. Mm. And it was funny that of all the responses, I opened up to Snoop Dogg, and, and then, of course, I go to another one, and he talks exactly about this. Mm. Synchronicity? Mm. Maybe. Mm. So, anyways, I, um, I, I think there's something, again, this isn't, because, and, and I go back to the very beginning where I said, and you commented about, it's about us, about the U.S., and we do have listeners all over the world. Right. And, and the U.S. is, of course, because we're, we're, we're in the United States, but it is us. It is all of us. Mm. And the world is small. It is not this, you know, out of touch. And we, we, we're, I mean, it's not for anything, but the coronavirus, here it is in a matter of days. It's all over the world. Mm. We are a small planet. Mm. And... Um, and this is about us, about us expanding and growing and really understanding what is friendship and, and what do we owe, if I want to use that, people that have been in our past that have supported us. I think a lot of people believe we owe it to them to stay right with them. And I think I've had this conversation and it just bit me in the behind as, as well as no, you owe it to take what you've learned from them and go further and move on. That doesn't mean you don't appreciate and love them, but you take what you get and you move forward, and hopefully they do the same. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon Authors pages for books and podcasts along with our Donald Trump and Oprah books for this series. Find great music by New Threads on iTunes, Spotify, and on newthreads.us.